This is Conversations with Paycheck and Red, a weekly podcast with two good old boys talking about anything and everything that crosses their mind. You may not know what you're going to get with an episode of Paycheck and Red, but you sure know you don't want to miss it. So do what you got to do. Download the app, find the episodes online, and make sure that you don't miss one second of Conversations with Paycheck and Red. Yo, what's up, what's up? We're back. Another podcast. Conversations with Paycheck and Red. This is your boy Paycheck. Let's say what's up, Red. What's going on, party people? Today's podcast is titled Stay in Your Lane. Wait, 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 wait. This ain't a damn angry trucker episode, is it? <laughs> no, but I could go there. What you, mean, one of those stay, what you mean stay in your lane? Like, are you going to be yelling at me and telling me to get off my phone and pay attention to the fucking road or what? Well, that that depends on uh, if you stay in your lane or not. I stay in my lane. I'm a professional. So, I'm a professional texting driver. Yeah. <laughs> stay in your lane means um, at, at your house. You know, um, I've had some heated uh, conversations with my wife and have been told several times to stay in my lane. So I what guess what mean? that means. What, what you mean? What you mean? Stay in your lane. Explain. Yeah. So, so um, society kind of dictated that a man has a job at home and a woman has her job at home. Um, but because we're not living in the fifties anymore, um, those lines have kind of blended a little bit. Um, I, I cook, I clean, you know what I mean? The wife, uh, she likes working on cars. So it's, um, you have to find that happy medium, you know, that, that, uh, everybody is happy with and a good example, which is, um, uh, one of the reasons why this topic came up is um, I know that there are things at my house that my wife would just prefer me not to do. And she has often said, Whoa, stay in your lane. You know, and one is uh, like loading the dishwasher. I'm, I'm, I'm a guy. I don't give a shit how the plates are stacked in there. I don't give a shit about how the glasses are stacked in there. You know, so my wife would prefer me not to load the dishwasher. So she tells me, stay, stay in your lane. And uh, I prefer her not to do any yard work. I don't want her out there mowing, mowing grass. That's what I do. So I tell her to stay in her lane. So this brings up a good topic and, you know, some questions. Do you stay in your lane at your house? Do you guys have an agreement? You know, if you're uh, married or if you're living girlfriend or, even if you're that grown ass man living with your parents, living in the fucking basement playing video games, I imagine you still have a lane that your parents prefer you to stay in. 
So do you know do you know your lane at your house? Man, there ain't my there ain't no lanes at my house. We all share the uh the responsibilities equally. So you do dishes, you do laundry, you cook, you sew buttons, you hem pants, you do yard work, all that? Yes, sir. Pussy. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> well, I mean, not necessarily him and pants and shit now, because you know I don't, I don't, we don't wear pants that don't that need hemmed in my house. We always buy pants that fit. But anyway, um, <laughs> I feel my wife feels that our household is one unit. We all share responsibilities now. My kids have chores, but they all share chores. There's no, you know, one's got an, one chore, one's got another chore, one's got another chore. They, they all share the chores, just like me and my wife do. If she's working late, if I'm off one day, I, 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 I catch the laundry up. If there's a little handful, little sink full of dishes to do, I'll do them. Now, if my kids are at home, and me and the wife aren't home, the kids pick up that stuff. So no, there's no there's no lane in my house. We all share those responsibilities equally and it works out just fine. Now, that being said, I don't like my wife to do yard work. I take enjoyment out of doing yard work. It's kind of like a nerve pill for me, uh, a winding down period. I enjoy yard work by myself. Now, planting flowers fixing up the flower beds. The wife likes to get involved with that because she picks the flowers out, but cutting grass, trimming hedges, that kind of shit. That's my job. But y'all plant every- tulips. Huh? Y'all plant tulips. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's yeah, over here and plant tulips on my cock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's no, there's no lane in my house. We, we all share that equally, man. I mean, if I was to say, you know, get your ass in the kitchen and cook me dinner, whatever, my wife would freak the fuck out. Yeah, but I don't mean, you know, know your lane in a barbaric sense. I mean, like, um, does your wife change the oil on your vehicles? No, that's me. Okay, so... and she knows that. Right. Right. And you know that. Mm-hmm. So you 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 know you know your lane. She knows hers. Well, I mean but see that's the thing. Your old lady changes the oil in her car. No. 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 That's what you just she said. Can. Yeah, she can and she has until I met her. And then it, it, it caused some not conflict but you know, and, and this is why this, this topic is interesting to me because, you know, and I hate to keep saying it, but it's a, uh, it's a cultural thing. I'm Southern. I'm old fashioned a little bit. Um, kind of what you said about the yard work. You know, I was raised, I, I was raised thinking that there were jobs in the house that were, uh, the man's job and there were jobs in the house that were the woman, the woman's job. And I know that's sexist and old-fashioned. 
I don't make any excuses for it. it. It is what it is. It's how I was raised. Now, with that being said, you know, we kind of live our lives the same way, you know, you described you and your wife, you know, we help each other out. And if one gets home before the other, and ends around the house or she gets home before I do she'll do the little odds and ends around the house but here's here's where it gets interesting is that so because I'm southern and because I'm old-fashioned and you know these are the thoughts and ideas that I grew up with um is it right you know is it um is it uh something that you know is changed as you know, along with the progression of life, because, you know, we all grow, we all have ideology, ideo- say that word for me, ideologies, Ideology. Ideolo- ideologies. Yeah. So, but, you know, if we're smart and if we're critical thinkers, then, you know, that shit could change throughout the years. And it has for me, you know, to a certain extent, um, but getting back to the uh, the original thing about the change in oil, when I first met my wife, she was a single, independent woman. She had her own place. She had her own car, own job, her own money. Uh, she did all the maintenance on her vehicle. She did all her yard work. She she pretty much did everything. So when her and I got together, you know, she was uh, she was still um, she would still desire to do all those things so much so to where I had to run her off of a few uh, projects that I was in. One of them in particular was changing an alternator. So she says my alternator's bad. So I bow my chest out. No problem. I got that. I can do that. So I go out there and I play with it and I get the bolts loose. I get the belt off and I can't get the damn alternator out. So she comes out there and tells me that well, we have to move the whole motor to get the alternator out. Now, Wayne, if I told you that you have to move the whole motor to get the damn alternator out, you'd look at me like I was stupid, wouldn't you? Uh, in some cases, yeah, but I have I have changed alternators where the half the motor had to come out to get to it, yeah. But I would look at well, but, but I mean, in, in, for the question, yeah, I'd look at you like you were fucking stupid. Well, that, that's how I looked at my wife. And sure enough, the end result was I had to um, remove two uh, or loosen up the bolts on two motor mounts. Mm-hmm. Well, remove bolts, stick a two before in the in the motor, and pull it to move the motor, and the alternator fell out. How dumb did you feel though? Did it make you feel well, less it, uh, of a man I- or more of a man or what? No, but it, it was a, it was a learning, it was a learning experience, you know, for the simple fact that it changed my mindset on that particular topic as far as, I mean, the reality of it is, is that it's her car. She knows her car. She's had it for some years, you know, and I just, um, I didn't know my lane. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, but, uh, me and you come from, from similar backgrounds. We've already established that through previous episodes. But before I got married, my train of thought was the wife cooks dinner. The wife cleans the kitchen. The wife does the grocery shopping. The wife takes care of the kids and so on and so forth. The husband works. He goes to work. 
He makes the money. He cuts the grass. He trims the hedges. He snow shovels the driveway, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So when I met my wife, that's how I thought. For lack of a better term, a wife, a woman's place is in the kitchen. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. That's, that's, Mm. so when I, when I got married, my wife didn't think like that. She was like, uh, I I have a habit of saying, Hey babe, what's for dinner tonight? I don't know what you're cooking. I was like, what? (laughs) I'm not cooking shit. What are you cooking? You know what I mean? So over the years, it's just become, a thing that we do, you know what I mean? A compromise. <laughs> so I don't have to listen to the bickering back and forth and all that. I just came to accept the fact that we share responsibilities. And over the years, I've learned that it works well, you know, because at one time I was a stay at home dad and I cleaned the house. I washed the dishes I washed the clothes. I took the kids to, to practice. I took them to school. I picked them up. You know what I mean? So that was a real eye-opening, eye-opening experience for me in this whole entire stay-in-your-lane shit because I was in, in <laughs> my own lane all by myself because <laughs> all she done was work, go to school, and all that kind of shit. So I kind of had an eye-opening experience and you know over the years like I say it, it's 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 become a thing that we do and it, and it works and there's probably got not going to be any changing it because it's just the way it is you know what I mean so but when I go outside and I crank up my lawnmower I'm in my own element that's me no, so, nobody, so to be clear, nobody's allowed outside to work in the yard but me. You know what I'm saying? But you know, well, I've uh, I've written out a list of things that oh, shit. I do at the house and things that my wife does at the house. And um, as I'm as I'm making this list, I realize that this stay in your lane is really about perception and, and culture, you know, and uh, so what I've realized that with making this list is that, and, and it, this is going to sting a little bit, so I hope it doesn't offend, <laughs> offend the fe- any females or offend anybody, but so in my opinion, what it, what it kind of boils down to is knowing your spouse, knowing your partner, you know, and, and I lucked out in, in, in the simple fact that my wife and I were able to communicate a lot before we became quote unquote official. And I knew what I was getting into and she knew what I was, what she was getting into. I I know her background, where she came from. She knows mine, where I came from. And we kind of met in the middle and we compromised. And what I mean by that is that everything isn't split fairly here at my house. It's kind of split um, according to the old fashioned way. So he, he, I'll, I'll give you a rundown on the list. I don't do, I really don't do anything in the house. I, uh, I mean, I take the Shame trash. Shame on you, Paycheck. Shame. Yeah, but listen, but he, he, here's where, 
So what if? What if? Uh, I'm probably gonna get probably gonna get in trouble for this, but so let's say I'll, I'll reverse it to make it sound a little better. Let's say my wife makes a shit ton more money than I do. Okay. Because of that, I would want to do more in the house to kind of equal everything out a little bit. Okay, I'm not contributing as much as I'd like to financially. So allow me to contribute in other ways. Kind of the same thing you were talking about, about because I've been unemployed and, um, you know, the wife would go to work and I'd do all the household chores, not because I felt guilty or I felt bad for not having a job or not being able to, to provide financially, but it was more about, um, I've always considered, I've always compared my family, my household to a village. So if you're not old enough to work or you don't have a job, then you have to participate in the family some other ways. Mm-hmm. So let me bring this around full circle. So let's say that I make a shit ton more money than my wife does. Mm-hmm. That could make her feel some kind of way like, you know, maybe she might make her feel bad that she's not contributing enough financially. Mm-hmm. So that's another stay in your lane deal. You know, it's, um, and I believe my wife feels this way. So if I make a shit ton more money than her, she steps up and does more of the household stuff to kind of equal everything out. But my situation is a little weird because my wife is borderline OCD. There's a way to do everything. There's a place for everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not privy to all that information sometimes. Mm-hmm. So if I do load the dishwasher or load the dishwasher, like, well, here's a perfect example. Did you know that you're not supposed to wear, wash your work clothes with her work clothes? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. I, I go through that same did thing. Not, uh-huh. did, did not know that. Well, see, here's the, thought, see, here's the thing, though. When <laughs> I used to change tires for a living a few years ago, and I would get grease, I would get anti-seize, all this kind of stuff all over my clothes, and I would smell like a car garage, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of took it upon myself to say, hey, I don't think my nasty-ass clothes need to be mixed in with everybody's school clothes. And work because my wife, my wife is a RN and she, um, she, uh, she has an office position and she's, uh, in a position of not power, but she, she, she's a ball, yeah, position of authority. So she wears nice clothes to work. I don't think that <laughs> I'd be stupid if I put my greasy ass clothes in the washing machine with my kids' nice school clothes, her really nice work clothes. So, I kind of made that decision on my own. So when I transferred from changing tires to back to what I've always done, and that's residential house painting, it, it kind of just adopted into that. I, don't, I mean, paint's not going to come off on anybody's clothes because it's already dried onto mine, but it's just the thing that I do just because I, you've always done it. You know what I'm saying? So I totally get where you're coming from. My wife's got a little touch of that OCD as well, but, yeah, I, also, I didn't get that memo. I also have a little touch of it myself, but she she more than I, but, you know. Well, for me, is in the house, 
you know, and, and, and this, uh, this opens up a, a wide variety of different, different topics. I mean, we can go down so many different roads with this topic. So one road is um, some people, especially Southern women, mm-hmm. are under the impression that, you know, they do things in the house to show love. You know, and a good example is, let's say uh, my wife cooks, she brings me my plate, she makes me, you know, a glass of sweet tea and she brings it all to me. And she does that because she wants to show me that she loves me. That's the nurturing part of a, of a woman, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, you know, I can do all that shit myself. You know what I mean? So it's, um, and, and, and I know I'm going way off topic here, but. You know, the, the word love, if, if those, it's just a word, you know, it really means nothing unless there's action behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So somebody bringing me food or, you know, washing my clothes, I mean, I appreciate it and everything, but that's not how I feel loved. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been washing my own clothes ever since I could reach the damn knobs on the washers and dryers. I've been cooking ever since I could reach the damn, the knobs on the stove and everything, you know what I mean? So I'm self-sufficient. I can sew, I can cook. Um, so I can do all those things myself, but it's, it's that whole, you know, stay in your lane deal, you know, like my wife takes her, her housework seriously. And, you know, it it goes back to the whole, um, Southern old fashioned, you know, I believe I'm the king of the house. Mm -hmm. I'm the king of my castle. She's the queen of the castle. Yep. You know, and, uh, I treat her like a queen. So it sounds chauvinist at first, but uh, I, I really want to stress that, yeah, I expect to be treated like a king, but my wife is treated like a queen. Like she knows that she don't have to lift anything heavy. She don't have to open up any doors. She knows that when we go out, uh, go out, you know, in public, she can, she feels safe and secure. She feels safe and secure here at my house. And as a matter of fact, we had some, we opened up our we opened up our house quite often to people who are who have fallen on some hard times and sometimes that causes conflict and I've had to tell this to quite a few people my main job in my house is security that's it anything else is extra I'm security <coughs> and mm-hmm. that, that sound that sounds chauvinist don't it <laughs> a little bit but it but it's but it's um if I was with another woman who had a different mentality, I'm sure things would be different. This is just how it works in my house. You know what I mean? Like I know my lane. She knows her lane. I don't go into her kitchen and start rearranging cabinets. She doesn't come out in my garage and start rearranging my tools and shit. You know what I mean? Well, see, I think there's a, um, there's a fine line there. Um, because, you know, my wife doesn't have any business in my garage messing with my tools, messing with my lawnmower, messing with my four-wheelers and all my toys out here. She doesn't have any business in here because it's not hers. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but, wait, 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 hold on a minute. But they, they, well, maybe they are hers because we purchased them together. So they're ours, but she's just not going to come out here and jump on my four wheeler and crank it up and want to haul ass with it because it's that's my side, you know what I mean? And I'm obviously not gonna go in the kitchen 
and mess with shit like you're talking about. But she has that right. She has that privilege to come out here and crank up anything that I have out here and take off with it if she, if, if, if she sees fit to. And I also have the right and the privilege to go in the kitchen and cook and, and crank up anything in there that I, that I choose to. So it just, and, and me and you come from similar backgrounds. We have the same mentality when it comes to shit like that. So, but again, your relationship with your wife and my relationship with my wife are similar, but they're also different. You know what I'm saying? Well, it, so, well, it, it, it when, when it was different, it wasn't this way when I was with my ex-wife, it was more of the same way that you're talking about. Um, she, um, try to be nice about this. Uh, she didn't really care about the cleaning, the dishes, the laundry, you know what I mean? It, that wasn't a priority for her. She was a, uh, a, uh, career minded woman. I mean, my wife is, my current wife is also, but, um, my wife now she does, she works in is career minded, but also takes pride in Look, I, I know, you know, all the things I've said up to this point may sound chauvinist uh, and old fashioned, but the, the reality of it is, is that this is her house. It's just my garage and my yard. That's it. She gets to decorate that house however she wants to, you know, as far as the decor, you know, how she wants to. Die. I don't give a shit about any of that. I've always said as long as I can come home from work and sit down, I don't give a shit what the house looks like as long as it's clean. You know what I mean? I said, I said, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, are you multitasking right now in the middle of our fucking podcast? Um, sort of, kind of, sort of, kind of. I didn't want to try to be quiet. Didn't want to draw, draw attention to myself. But yes, I kind of am. What the hell are you doing? I'm trying to have a safety meeting, paycheck. <laughs> I got kind of preoccupied. That's my bad. Well, I mean, how hard is it? I mean, do you, do you lack a... Uh... Uh, hand-eye coordination? No, I just like, you I break just it like the finesse. Put it in it. I just like the finesse a little bit. The, <laughs> the getting ready part, I'm kind of partial to. So I kind of take my time and make love to it a little bit. That's my bad. Well, getting getting back to the know your lane, you know, I, as I said before, it's got many different roads we can take. And I'll take it a step further. Um, I have to know my lane when it comes to my kids. And I've had, and I've learned that the hard way. Oh no, it's no, not my, no, 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 no. No, what I mean, what I mean by that is, is that as my kids get older, I'm realizing that they don't need dad to show up like a knight in shining armor and save the day. Like, 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 for, like, here's a good example. Let's say that my now this hasn't happened. This is purely an example. Okay. But let's say that one of my daughters got caught up in a, a verbal assault on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I know that at no time am I allowed to go onto her Facebook and be that protective dad and start cussing people out on her, on her Facebook. That's, that would be embarrassing to her. Right. Mm, yeah. Now see, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing that's happened in my house before. Yeah. With my, Did oldest, you get in trouble with my oldest. Well, she was kind of being she was kind of being attacked personally. So 
it wasn't like she was swapping words with nobody. And it was somebody that I knew really, really well. Right. And she had an opinion on something and they didn't agree with it because of their religious beliefs. Okay. So Marley was handling it perfect. She was being a grown up about it. She wasn't getting out of the way. And all I done was reinforced her right to have her own belief. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't being the knight in shining armor coming to rescue my daughter from the bad guys. I was just solidifying her process of growing up and realizing there's more than one way to look at something. You know what I'm saying? And, and bringing that to light to the person that I was talking to. So there's, there's a fine line here, Paycheck, in this, in this um, know your lane, stay in your lane thing that we're talking about here. So I'm my child, my, my kid's father, right? And it's my job to make sure that nothing happens to them, whether it be out in the world, whether it be on the internet, wherever. But I'm not going to, just like you said, though, I'm not going to go up there anywhere and show my ass because that's embarrassing. But I will make my place and let it be known that she has the right or my kids have a right to an opinion and a belief. And they also have the right to say whatever the hell they want to say. You know what I'm saying? So and be who they want to be. So there's there's a fine line in this lane because I want to be you know you you want to be the protector you know as far as the children go you or as far as the family goes you want to be the protector and you want to be that knight in shining armor and that just um, you know great a American person a man you know what I mean so but then you know. I'm trying to say it's give and take. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, and I think it's and I think it's pick and choose your battles. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's with the wife and and, and the lanes, and that's with the the kids and their lanes. It's picking and choosing any of it. Any. Well, of when it. we talk about staying in your lane, um, I believe that in just about all aspects of life, there has to be someone held accountable. There has to be someone held responsible. There has to be, there has to be the supervisor. There has to be the leader. There has to be somebody that, that um, takes the fall. If shit don't go right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so I've always taken that on my back. Yep. You know, just, uh, and, it, and, it, and it, it's worked out, but I, I can definitely say that uh, how I interact with my, my with my wife would not be done the same way with my ex-wife. I can't I but, can't but comment I think, on that because I don't have an ex-wife. I, I have no idea. Well, well, I mean, well, take it. We, we can we can take it this uh, a little bit further in um, some of the stuff that we were taught as far as uh, or some of the things that we our ideologies as far as, you know, and we, we touched on it. I believe it was our first podcast about, you know, being a man, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, what is, what is the man's job? You know what I mean? Right. 
So it's um, it's really about you know uh, the relationship between the two people, and um, now I, I don't want to say an agreement, but you know there is some sort of agreement. You know, in the beginning of a relationship, hey, this is how I roll. Okay, this is how I roll. Okay, well, so I'm cool with that. Okay, you're cool with that. All right, it's a done deal. That's kind of how it happened with my relationship, and that's how I know what lane that I need to stay in is through, you know, communicating about things like this. Okay. All right. We've touched on stay in your lane marriage edition. We've covered stay in your lane uh, kids. kids. So there's only one more topic to dive into on the stay in your lane and that's in the bedroom paycheck you know your lane in the yeah. you know your lane in the bedroom i'm not sure i mean uh I'm not sure how many, how many lanes are there in, in the bedroom well there's a there's a there's a there's two lanes there's coming and a going just like everything else we talked about <laughs> and i use that pun very very lightly so <laughs> um, so Stay in my lane in, in the bedroom. Yeah. <sighs> well. Without getting too personal here, without getting too personal here, is there anything yeah. in the bedroom that you are allowed and not allowed to do? Oh, no, 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 no. We don't, we don't create rules and regulations in the bedroom. So it's just a, it's, it's uh, a free for all. Whatever happens, happens. Well, I mean, it used to be that way, but we're <laughs> we're we're getting old, I guess. <laughs> right, 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 right. But our work schedules also play a big part in that, you know. And a perfect example was last night and this morning. So on some days, um, I've got to be in a different state, maybe in a different city, you know. And and this morning, I had to be in Lake Alfred, Florida. And I live in Jacksonville. That's a good three and a half hour drive. Um, and I had to be there at five o'clock. So that means that I have to leave. I have to be in the truck driving at two o'clock. So that means that I have to be up. I have to wake up at one o'clock, one o'clock in the morning in order to be, you know, get up, take a shower, get some coffee, whatever, and be in the truck rolling by 2 a.m. So that means that I have to be in bed by 8 p.m. So that that causes some um, not conflict, but um, yeah, I mean, not everybody wants to go to bed at fucking eight o'clock at night. Right. But but you, you know, wow, th this just hit me. But this goes back to the staying staying in your lane. It doesn't matter what time I go to bed. My wife always goes to bed with me. Always. Always yep. If I have to be in bed by 6.30 in order to be up by 12, then she'll be in bed with me at 6.30 at night. That's just something that we do, you know. Mm -hmm. And I say, I say that's a part of this staying in your lane because, in my opinion, that's one of the keys to a successful marriage is to go to bed together. Because he, he, here's why. Here's what I've learned. If one person is staying up and the other person is not, one of those people are may be subjected to some behavior that is 
not really tolerable in a marriage. You, you feel me? You understand where I'm going with this? I smell what you're stepping in, paycheck. Yeah, so, I mean, it's – uh, and, and not just that, but it's – um. Uh, I think, I think it's, it's a, one of the key ingredients for a successful marriage. I mean, that's, of course, that's just my personal opinion. Right. We go to bed together. Um, you know, we eat together and, and that's another thing about staying, staying in your lane is that, uh, my wife will stay in her lane no matter what I say. And like a, a good example is that because I'm a truck driver and if I get a flat tire, I might not make it home until nine o'clock at night. So I would tell her, go ahead and eat. Please do not wait for me to get home to eat dinner because it'll be like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. So what do you think I walk into when I get home? Probably two plates fixed on the table ready to eat for both of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now they're, they're... And it's aggravating, but, but I get it at the same time. You know what I mean? Right. There's, there's times that – we go to bed without one another. My wife, like I told you before, my wife's a nurse and she's in a position of authority. So there's sometimes that she has to stay up and wait for nurses that are on call to check in with her and all that kind of shit. And sometimes I have to be up early. I go to bed earlier than she does. And there's sometimes where she has to be up early for meetings and all that kind of shit. And I'm interested in a TV show or I'm doing, you know, I'm, working on a, uh, uh, some graphic stuff on the computer for somebody, and I'm just not ready to go to bed yet. That doesn't mean that, you know, we don't have a successful marriage because we do. I've been married for 18 years. So we, me and my wife have learned to cope with our feelings through bedtime and laying in the bed because me and my wife have a, have a lot of our deeper conversations laying in the bed. So going to bed together is very, very important. I will agree with you on that. Because we've solved a lot of our marital problems and a lot of just everyday decision making laying in the bed together before we fall asleep, you know. Well, 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 it's funny that you say that because think about that's probably, uh, you know, and and I can only speak, you know, uh, on the male's perspective, but that's probably the place where I feel the most the most vulnerable Mm -hmm. is laying laying in bed with my wife. Yep. Yep. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you, I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, not not that we're giving out you know any kind of <laughs> marriage counseling or whatever. <laughs> right. You make a good point. You know, it's uh, a lot a lot of good um, fruitful conversations can be had mm-hmm. in bed, and I truly believe it's because that's where we as human beings, not just man or a woman, I think that's where we feel the most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And me and my wife have a rule when we've had it since um, we took our vows that we don't go to bed mad. That's, I don't, I don't like to do that because it, it it bleeds out into the next day and it just creates tension and conflict when it doesn't need to be there. So anything. Not just that, one of y'all might not wake up. Right. Right. And, And, some some of our most heart, not our some of the most heartfelt things and some of the most terrible things have been said laying in the bed but before i close my eyes and i go to sleep we're on a clean slate you know what i'm saying everything that we've ever argued about or or had a, had a differences about have all been settled laying in the bed together and 
me and my wife have a thing, and I'm uh, I can share this with you because it's not really really personal, but it's just something that we do um, when we go to bed together at night. And if we haven't, you know, my wife, she has rough days sometimes, and so do I. This week in particular, I've had a pretty rough week. But anyway, um, there's a thing that we do, like if we don't talk a lot through the day or in the evening or whatever, if she's working on the computer or something and we're just not having a lot of conversation, when I go get in the bed, if we can find one another's feet under the blanket and our our four feet are kind of snuggling together, everything's okay. You know what I'm saying? And this is... It's just like a, it's just like an unspoken thing that we do. We've done it since we first got married and it's carried on over the last 10 years and it, it seems to work because. So if, the feet, so if the feet touch, everything's, everything's fine. Everything's good. Everything's good. Yep. Yep. So and, if the feet touch, then. Well, see if, if, if my two are scrambling around under the covers and trying to find hers and hers are hiding from mine, then we got a problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if mine are chasing hers and we meet and they're snuggling together, then we're good. And hers the same. I mean, she's done it to me as well, but I'm I'm mostly the um, initiator with that ritual thing that we do most of the time. But it, it always seems to work out, man. And, and it's something that we've always done and we'll probably do to the day we die. It's just, you know, and, and when my kids were younger, we don't do it so much now, but we used to do this thing. I used to, we used to play at the dinner table called high and low. And we each went around the table. You know how you go around the table at Thanksgiving and say what you're thankful for. And then you say grace and then you eat Thanksgiving dinner. Well, every night at dinner, when my kids were younger, we had a game that we played called high low. And that was each person goes around the dinner table and they tell their high point of the day and their low point of the day. And we talk about it for a minute. And we let that person express their feelings about it. We talk about it and then we move on to the next person. And that used to work a lot because my kids, um, a couple, well, my oldest one used to get picked on a lot and hers were always, you know, her her low point was always the worst, and we used to talk about it where she could express her feelings to us where she couldn't express them to anybody else. So it, it gets our feelings out in the open, and it, that also makes us vulnerable um, as far as listening to what each other has to say and how their day went. You know what I mean? That that opens up you know avenues of conversation that don't normally get had amongst families at the dinner table. Because growing up, to me, the dinner table was a sacred place, you know. Um, so that game we used to play, and my, we, we, we kind of grew out of it. The kids got older. They didn't want to play anymore. You know what I mean? And every now and then, every now and then, we'd be sitting at the dinner table sometimes, and I'll just yell out, hello, and somebody will start. And it just, you know, we go around the table. But it doesn't happen every night anymore, just every now and then when I yell it out at the dinner table. But we do we do something similar to that, but we call it communication. Freedom. Communication is is key, and and it, it goes to staying in your lane, communicating what lane you're supposed to be in with the other person. You know what I mean? Whether it be your spouse, your kids, your coworkers, because there's a there's a stay in your lane. There, there's a lane to be had at work too. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There, there's, there's all there's all kind of lanes to go down during this episode. There's 
lanes, like I say, lanes for your marriage, lanes for your kids, lanes for work. Staying in your lane is pretty damn important now that we're talking about it. You know, you, you brought it up when we were discussing what our next episode was going to be. And I didn't really think this was going to be a, a super important episode, just something we go over and talk about and, you know, just chalk it up to another episode. But this has actually became a pretty damn important episode, I believe. Yeah, I think so, because I, I think it, if, if everybody knows their lane and they're capable of staying in their lane, I think that creates the balance that's necessary in a household. Mm-hmm. But getting back to your little game we, we kind of did the same thing but we called it a free day and the reason we called it free day is because I wanted to allow them an opportunity to check me as a parent if, 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 if needed you know what I mean mm-hmm. so the, the free day was um, this is a time in which you will not be held um, in contempt if you will for anything that you say at this table um, if I've done something that, to wrong you, feel free to say it. If anybody, you know, anybody in the family has done something wrong to you, you know, this is the place to get it out in the open. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it trickled down to, you know, kind of the same same deal y'all were doing. You know, we would talk about our day or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was funny because when I created the the free day. The first couple nights, it was kind of you know shrugging the shoulders, and I don't know. But it slowly turned into a a big uh, open avenue of communication. You know what I mean? They felt they felt comfortable because um, you know some kids you can tell them all day long. You know, talk to me. I want you to be able to talk to me about everything. Oh yeah. Kids, especially you know, as they get older, you know, and they get into those teenage years, they become a little more. Uh, they become a little more of a recluse. They keep a lot of that stuff buried. You know what I mean? They don't really talk about it. They might talk to talk to their best friend about it or whatever, but certainly not parents. You know what I mean? What do we know? Yeah. Communication. This whole episode was based on staying in your lane, but part of staying in your lane, I said it while ago is, is that communication. If there's no avenues of communication, you don't know what damn lane to be in. And that causes conflict. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, and you're absolutely right because that was ultimately that was the ultimately that was the the the, the reason for the demise of my previous marriage. Hmm. We didn't know what lane we were supposed to be in, you know, and uh, I grew up, my dad, you know, was the head of the household. He denies that. And gives me the whole no. That's just what you saw, but that's not really how it was. It was really fifty-fifty. But as a young child, young male, watching his parents coexist, that was the impression that I got. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I hate to cut this one short, but it's uh, we're actually at the forty-five minute mark, and uh, you know, your boy paycheck, he's got the he's, he drops loads all over America, so I got an early morning. <laughs> Time for paycheck to go night night, huh? Yeah. Well, tell tell them where they can find us. Tell them all that good stuff. Oh, Cheers. Uh, if, if they're if they're if they're listening if they're listening to the podcast, they know. Um, check us out on Facebook. Conversations with pay. Oh shit! I can't even talk tonight. Conversations with paycheck and red. Uh, we are on Instagram. 
uh, paycheck and red underscore podcast. Um, we also have an email for questions, comments, concerns, uh, podcast ideas, that kind of shit. Uh, it is paycheck and red at yahoo.com. Yeah, uh, stop being little bitches and not commenting and not participating. If you want to get on social media and call us a bunch of dicks, I'd be happy to see it. Well, they're probably not going to comment unless you call them dicks. Way to go. Well, I, I, I want them to uh, comment. You know, make suggestions. Get involved. Help us out. Yeah. Smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't do the YouTube right now, but it's probably coming in the future. But yeah, um, we are on social media. Uh, we all, we each have our own Facebook page. Look us up. Um, uh, let, let me just say this before we close. What the, what I meant to say, as opposed to calling y'all a bunch of dicks, is that we want to talk about important shit that is not being talked about enough. We got a lot of fucked up things going on in the world right. and they need to be addressed. So if you have an idea in mind or if you're noticing some fucked up shit in this world and you want to talk about it, then get on social media, get on uh, you know, our, our social media sites, make comments, make suggestions, bring up topics, share your favorite meme and, uh, and we'll talk about that shit. Mm-hmm. So get on there. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Interaction. We're doing this for, for y'all. We like to talk shit. We like to talk shit to one another. We just figured we'd record it and let y'all hear it. So we want to hear from y'all. So, um, yeah, social media and stuff. Paycheck and red. Get on it. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Love you. Love you too, brother. All right, later. Later.